Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. We are really, really excited to be partnering with Everlywell because their mission to empower their community to understand their bodies better and find solutions for their health problems without the hassle of finding a specialist doctor or even finding time to go to the doctor. They have a test for everything from checking up on your heart health, your incredibly important thyroid, exploring fertilities, even home STD, STD testing. Yes, you heard that right. We're all for companies who prioritize learning and health and feeling good. So please, dear listeners, stay healthy and check out Everlywell at-home lab tests and get testing. My listeners get a 15% discount when you go to everlywell.com and use promo code DUBRO. Because let's get real. Sometimes, and I know so many people like this, you don't go to the doctor, you don't make the appointment, or you, or you don't want to go if you don't have a problem, or maybe you're embarrassed to go. Sometimes the process is tedious, it's expensive, and intimidating. But now you can do all of your testing from the comfort of your own home with your own privacy, thanks to Everlywell. Everlywell is an at-home health testing company that offers a variety of tests, ranging from food sensitivities to metabolism to a thyroid test. The tests are private, simple, and all processed through certified labs. All you have to do is head to everlywell.com. Choose your test, and then they will be shipped directly to your doorstep. Then, once you complete your sample collection and send it back to Everlywell's certified labs, they will process your sample and send you results via Everlywell's secure online platform within just five days. I got the uh, food sensitivity test because you guys know me, seem to be allergic to everything, and I'm so excited to take it. So, we're going to follow the results of that. So, stay tuned for that. So no more sitting in waiting rooms for hours. Just head to everlywell.com and use code DUBRO to take 15% off your first order. Again, head to everlywell.com and use offer code DUBRO. Podcast One presents The Doctor and Mrs. Guinea Pig Show with Heather and Terry DuBro. Does it work or is it a crock? No worries. Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig are on the case. This is Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. I'm Heather Dubrow. And I'm Dr. Terry Dubrow. Hey, before we get started, we want to tell you guys something. There is this survey that we'd love for you guys to do to help keep our podcast free to download with minimal ads. And your responses, it helps get the right advertisers to our audience. And the survey's short. It's totally anonymous. It doesn't take... At more than five minutes, I swear. And there's two easy ways to begin the survey. You can go to podcastone.com slash my survey or go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. If you filled out a survey in the past, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But we still need you to do it again. So you do all of us here at um, Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig and Podcast One a huge favor by filling out. So thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting our program and taking the time to complete the summer survey. We- Okay, so by the way, yeah. I'm Dr. Terry Dubrow. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> yeah. and who are you? I'm Heather Dubrow. I thought be? I said that. <laughs> no. And so um, this was a heck of a week. Just got back from Hawaii. Got back from Hawaii. Hawaii was amazing. I needed it because, wow, did things go on right before we left. So we're going to leave town, go to Hawaii, Maui for a few days. I did extraordinarily difficult surgery a few days before. I don't do it the day before, but 
I know that I'm going to leave and I'm even more careful if that's even possible than normal because I'm so careful as a plastic surgeon because I'm high profile. Harvey Levin of TMZ is just waiting for me to have a problem. <laughs> but let's face it, a lot of times – you know, complications, look, it's surgery. And when you, we've talked about this so many times. People think that plastic surgery is like a spa treatment. Like It's still surgery. Things happen. Stuff happens when well, you have surgery. We always say if you don't want to have complications or problems in plastic surgery, don't operate. Right, exactly. It's a guarantee that you will have some problems. But, but what I find amazing, as someone who's watched you do this for almost 21 years, is how it doesn't matter how you warn a patient. It doesn't matter how you write up post-operative instructions and tell patients how to conduct themselves. They don't listen. It's interesting because <clears throat> sometimes at this stage of my career, when a patient comes to me, they, they what we call white knight me. They've seen me on TV. They've seen me doing very difficult surgery. And they just expect it's not only going to be perfect, but it's going to be painless. And there's nothing they have to do post-op except have a good time and, you know, enjoy themselves. They're, they're in from Dubai. They're in from Cincinnati, Ohio. They're in from wherever. And because they're in my surgery center and my hands, they expect it's going to be perfect. And I say, you know what? I do have a specialized experience, but at the end of the day, you have to follow instructions. Even if you do follow instructions, even if I do it perfectly, you are subjected to potential risks. And we emphasize that on bot. So getting to the point, we are about to go on vacation and I'm doing my usual high volume, difficult revisional surgery, and I'm cutting it short because I'm leaving in a few days. And I have literally two patients back to back with major surgical complications that I actually have to deal with. Now, surgical complications work as follows. If you identify them early for the most part, and I identify them instantaneously, and I'll tell you what happened, I, uh, you're able to fix them, get them back where they should be and in short order. And there's no harm, no foul. So, I had this patient fly in from Dubai and she had a routine breast augmentation, something I can do in about 30 minutes. I do a perfect performance. It's a perfect procedure. She loses not a thimble of blood during the operation. It's as smooth as can possibly be. And I have found a way to do nearly painless surgery. My patients, no matter what they're having, generally speaking, wake up with zero pain. And it's a skill that I've developed and I've harnessed over the years. And I know precisely how to operate without them having any pain. And I pride myself in them waking up and me saying to them, on a scale of one to 10, how bad is your pain? And invariably, 98% of the time they say zero and they're in the best mood. So I had two patients Five days before I did uh, before I was scheduled to leave town, when I did a simple breast augmentation, she felt so good, and she was from Dubai, flew in on a private jet, a woman of significant means, and like within the next day, she, unbeknownst to me, even though we instructed her otherwise, was shopping at our local high end open mall called Fashion Shopping, Island. shopping, shopping. So. Shopping meaning bending over, lifting arms up, carrying things, trying things on, disrobing, everything on the list you are not supposed to do. Okay, so 
that is five days before I'm about to leave. Two days before I'm about to leave, I do a facelift on a patient. It's a perfect facelift. I don't lose any blood. I do it in about three hours. It's, uh, you know, it's clean as can be. It's ice skating. It's smooth as glass. But unfortunately, you know, and I have all my facelift patients uh, it, it seen at our at our hospital, at our ho- local hotel. They stay at a very high-end hotel. It's like an aftercare facility yeah, with a nurse. With an RN who is my RN, who has been my RN for over 15 years, who is a superstar and can identify a problem instantaneously. So <clears throat> she's in the room with the patient. And uh, that night, the patient gets some bad financial news and her daughter comes by the hotel room and they start to have a disagreement. And it gets to the point where she actually has to tell – the nurse has to tell the daughter, you need to leave because you're causing her blood pressure to go up, her pulse is going up, and you're stressing her out. And so she actually kicks her out of the hotel room. So the woman is so upset, she walks into the bathroom shaking her head, shaking her head after a facelift, and she comes out and instantly develops swelling in her neck. So my nurse – text me, hey, I think we have a hematoma. Now, a hematoma is a collection of blood in an area you've operated on due to a bleeder that just occurred. That is a surgical emergency, particularly when it's in the neck, particularly in a post-operative patient, particularly in a patient who's upset, whose blood pressure is elevated. And what can go on to really occur, and it does occur, that net, that hematoma, that collection of blood can expand, creep its way to the center of the neck and compress the airway and kill the patient. So my nurse texts me and says, I think we have a hematoma. I say, call 911. So this is the way it worked. Listen to this. Within 10 minutes of my nurse identifying swelling in the neck, the patient was in a bed at Hogue Hospital with a ER doctor and I actually took my wife into the hospital because we were about to go out to dinner. I said, you need to come with me to see this is real or not. And Heather came into the ER with me and I take off the dressing because 99% of the time when this happens, you take off the dressing, you go, oh, it's nothing. It's just a little swelling. I take off the dressing and she's got a fist sized swelling in her neck. And I look at Heather and I go, you're kidding. There goes dinner. (laughs) There goes dinner, baby. So, but she had just eaten, so we couldn't operate on her right away. But what was, I mean, it's not funny, but what's great about it is, I mean, obviously Terry's care is very good. His system's very good. He went to go see her right away, you know, figured out the problem and knew he had to operate on her. But what was kind of funny about it is when we were heading to dinner, I was wearing really high heels. He's like, oh, just walk in the OR, just walk in the ER with me. No big deal. And I said, okay, fine. Cause I knew it's right there. Didn't think I'd be walking that far. And then all of a sudden he had to schedule a surgery and we were walking all over the hospital and I couldn't complain. And I was like, ah, my so, feet. So here's how it went. Here's how the story goes down. So I take her to the operating room when it was safe. In other words, when some of the, the things she had eaten had passed through her intestines and she was at low risk for anesthesia at 10 o'clock at night. So I take her to the operating room. We put her under anesthesia and I clean out the, the blood clot and I find the little bleeder that occurred as a result of her stressing out, turning her head and arguing with her daughter. And as I'm taking off the dressing, I mean, as I'm taking off my gown after having put on the dressing and it's like midnight 
And I'm going, okay, that was painful, but uh, whatever. And I look at my phone and there's a text from my nurse and my PA that says, hey, remember the patient from Dubai? Here's a picture of her breast. And it shows that this woman who had been trying on shoes for a couple of hours at Fashion Island developed a sudden onset swelling, which means bleed, into her chest. And I turn to the anesthesiologist at the main hospital, Hogue Hospital, and the nurse, I go, you want to do another one? And they go, sure, because, you know, that's what they're there for. They're there for to do midnight surgery. And they, I said, I text my staff back, tell her to get 911 ER right now. So I booked the case. Within eight minutes, this woman is in the emergency room. Within five minutes after that, she's in the operating room, and I'm cleaning out the blood clot. Is that crazy? And I, go, I, by the way, I don't even remember the last time you had to go to the hospital. Three years ago. Yeah. Three. And you have two in one night. And I have two in one night. Is that crazy? And I think to myself, so one thing you have to do is a not get mad, not get upset, even though it's the patient's fault trying on clothes, trying on shoes a few days after a breast augmentation. Number one, number two, patient argue with her her daughter and two don't feel sorry for yourself because you're operating at two o'clock in the morning is an emergency because no one's in the mood to do no you went to a gratitude place and three go to your place of gratitude and i felt you know what i'm proud because this is a life drill life gives you tests and it's unavoidable and it's how you respond to this test that that determines what kind of doctor you are or what kind of human being you are. And so I actually finished the surgery at 3.30 in the morning. Poor guy. I came home and I got into bed and I have to get up at, yes, you got it, 5 a.m., an hour and a half later to go to the office to do a little surgery, do my thing. But I'm I'm the king of I don't need sleep. I'm good. And I laid in bed and I, I thought to myself, you know what? Good job, man. You got those patients within minutes of them, they being identified, your system identifying them as having a problem within minutes in the hospital, in the operating room. And so it's funny because we were in Maui, getting back to the Maui story. We're in Maui three days later. These patients are fine. They're all home. No big deal. Now they're following instructions, of course. Now they've learned. And I'm Heather gives me a break. She takes the girls, the little girls, to the Grand Wailea, which is the hotel next door, and says, I want you to spend five hours in the adult pool at the Four Seasons, and you just stand there and chill and reflect. And I needed that. Do you ever wonder how much your car is worth? Well, True Car has this cool thing where they do how true cash offer. This is how it works. You want to figure out how much your car is worth? You go to truecar.com trade page, and you enter all the details. You get a real-time evaluation. You send your contact information. And then True Car, they generate your offer. They introduce you to three dealers and consumer selects dealer to contact. I think that's awesome because it's hard to know how to trade in your car or sell your car. Sometimes it could be really intimidating, but TrueCar makes it really, really easy. Using TrueCar helps people buy new and used cars. Everyone knows that. But now TrueCar can also help you sell or trade in your car, which is so much more convenient because you're saving time by finding out your car's value before getting to the lot. So you don't have to have that that weird thing, meeting strangers privately and wondering if it's a scam or not. 
complete transparency because you will know your car's value in real time. And you can see the value go up or down depending on your trim, the condition of the car, and you're getting real accuracy. Getting a true cash offer is easy. When you enter in your license plate, they will know your make and model and you can get the most accurate offer possible. You can get a true cash offer on your car in minutes. Bring your offer into the dealership and cash out or trade in. At the dealership, your dealer will be with you during a quick side-by-side -side check. You can ask questions, compare notes, and make sure you're always on the same page. So go to truecar.com. If you want to buy a car, sell a car, new, used, trade it in, they do it all and they're going to help you every step of the way. And I stood there and I thought to myself, but you, you were know laying what? down, you weren't standing. There. No, I was in the pool. I was standing at the pool because they had that amazing view oh, overlooking right, right, Molokai. Right. Oh, yeah. And I'm standing there thinking, you know what? That was a test. That was a drill. And when you're a surgeon in your training, it's not about necessarily how to do everything right. It's how to deal with problems. That's the most important part of the training, which is how to deal. Cops... When they when they're in their you know training program, police officers they're not telling them how to write tickets and how to fill out paperwork. They're teaching them how to deal with an emergency. That's the difference between a police officer that is a super good police officer and one that you because let's face it, you need us in an emergency. What it, what it always makes me think of when I hear a story like this from you, not that I've heard a story like this in a long time, but it makes me wonder what happens. If you weren't a plastic surgeon, like if you were a dentist who was doing facial plastic surgery or well, something like that, I mean, could you identify this problem? You couldn't, you weren't, if you were a dentist, you wouldn't be able to fix that problem at a hospital. You wouldn't have privileges for that. What would happen? Well, it wouldn't be identified right away. But by the way, I have a sort of a side career as a medical legal expert. I work for the California Medical Board and I will tell you, that I am very, and I review 65 to 70 cases a year. And I invariably find these cases where this has happened to doctors who are either older, untrained, unmotivated, burnt out, and they go, Oh, swelling in the neck. Oh, just put pressure on it and call me tomorrow. So, what would have happened in this gal's case if they had done that? Uh, Oh, there's no question this hematoma, this swelling, this blood clot in the neck would have expanded and would have cut off her airway and she either would have called 911 herself or she would have died from airway obstruction. Crazy. No question. But, you know, if you catch these problems early, they're no big deal. You just deal with them. But you know what? A no big deal problem at 2 a.m. is a bummer. Yeah, but it's, uh, you know. That's one thing about my era of training as a plastic surgeon. In my era, you had to complete full general surgery training for five to seven years after medical school. Then you got to go into a plastic surgery fellowship and become a plastic surgeon. Today, they go right from med school to a plastic surgery program without becoming fully trained doctors. It's so weird. I was just talking about this. Did you see that gal with the finger today no what finger oh so my friend casey yeah her best friend was wakeboarding or something and amputated the tip of her finger doing what like in on the boat something happened really yeah so she went to there's a 
plastic surgeon that she lives next door to that she called that we know that she called and he said, oh, go to this hospital, not that hospital where she like he sent her to like your Belinda hospital, some better hospital than at the lake where they were. She went in. And so my friend Casey called me and I said, well, why isn't she going to that guy? Because she wants someone to look at it, right? To check on what the ER did, right? Because right. they sewed up the finger, and <laughs> I said, "Why doesn't she go to that doctor?" And then I went, "Oh, that doctor is not a plastic surgeon like that, because plastic surgeons are hand surgeons." Yeah, plastic surgery training is plastic and reconstructive surgery, and it's about forty percent cosmetic, forty percent reconstruction all over the body, and about ten to twenty percent hand surgery. Believe it or not, right? So this guy, this plastic surgeon, I feel like he came from orthopedics like he was an orthopedic surgeon that did a fellowship in plastics yeah so he doesn't do hands those guys are barely doctors if you ask me but whatever i'm not criticizing i'm sure he's good who knows but in any event so that's i went oh right anyway so she's gonna come see you remember that gal maya oh yeah she was on um a spin bike and she reached down to get her water and she amputated the tip of her finger right above the base of the nail bed I and I re- she was lucky because she had very long fingers yeah and I kind of remember you telling me that the tip of the finger actually can regenerate a little bit uh yeah I mean the tip of the finger you it 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 actually can look pretty normal if it's amputated not that we're salamanders or anything but. no but I but also she was lucky because she still had the base of her nail so it could grow yeah so I don't know how, how if this was all the way down to the knuckle or what, but I said, you know, thank goodness it was only tip of your finger. It could have been a lot worse. By the way, we're going to discuss a really important thing in a minute. Eggs? We're, we're going to talk about eggs? Eggs. Yeah. And we're going to discuss whole eggs versus egg whites and so on and so forth. Is there something before the eggs? Yeah. Let's talk about what we're doing tomorrow. <gasps> we're going to Vegas, baby. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to Vegas and we're going to go see... Richard Marks. Richard Marks. And, Who we love. Yeah. Richard Marks, by the way. Best hair ever. Best, yeah. <laughs> still, still best hair. And I wish, you know, I'm going to put something in his soup so that he loses. Some well, hair. I, the text, group text we had today was so funny. And Terry was sending Richard pictures of his mullet, of <laughs> Richard's mullet, like in the 80s. Yeah. And Richard was like, don't be jealous, man, of my hair. And Terry's like, can't you just lose a little, a few strands? Because he still has really good hair. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah, good hair. And so we're going to Vegas and we're going to see Richard has a residency. Yeah, at the Flamingo. At the Flamingo. Yeah. And so, isn't that where Bugsy Siegel was? Uh, did he start the Flamingo? The Flamingo? I thought he was at the one that they knocked down. Yeah, it was the Flamingo. The, um, oh, not the Oasis. The anyway, Desert Oasis. Flamingo. No. So, Flamingo? yeah, I think so. So, Richard Marks is playing in Vegas. And, I mean, this guy's had, what, 18 number one hits or something obscene like I that? I don't know. He's doing a show called Only the Hits. So, he's doing not only the hits that he sang, but he's doing the hits that he wrote for other people. Like, he wrote Luther Vandross' Dance with My Father. He wrote Kenny Rogers Crazy. He wrote In Sync This, I Promise You, like a million songs. Isn't that amazing? This guy talented is so, guy. he's like, I call him the Terry Dubrow of rock and You're roll. You're so narcissistic. I am? Yes. You, by the way, you say this to everyone. You're the Terry Dubrow of chefs. You're the Terry Dubrow of this. You're the Terry Dubrow of that. We were watching the Super Bowl and Tom Brady's like scores this ridiculous come from behind touchdown and wins the game. And I said, he's the Terry Dubrow of quarterbacks. <sighs> There's something wrong with that? I mean, you know, look at Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor has come where he is because he has that level of confidence. Okay. All right. Moving on. So we're going to go see Richard in Las Vegas and, of course, his beautiful wife, Daisy Fuentes, who I love. So nice. So pretty. So nice. So cool. (laughs) Yeah. Then we're going to have dinner. And then we're going to have dinner and we're going to go to the 
the I love the show Love. Oh, right. The next night. Yeah. yeah. Even though we've been how many times? Four. I make you go Five. every time mm-hmm. because the first of all, the I'm very into sound and the acoustic quality in that Cirque du Soleil show Love is so good is beyond. And do we have those seats? Yes, we have the seats you <clears throat> okay. like right in front of the soundboard. By the way, can you imagine how high strung my husband is? <laughs> I know. He likes to sit right in front of the mixing board so he gets the perfect sound. Yeah, because the mixing guy is listening to his ears. So that's what we're doing. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to have boozy lunches. Two days. Yeah. It's funny how Vegas is one of those places where you get there, you fly in, and you walk into the casino, you go, oh, my God, this is the coolest place on the planet. Within 36 hours, you have to get, you have to leave. You Must leave. It. Yeah. It's so weird. It's they so- have such good shopping there, though. Yeah, I'm not really that into shopping. That's why Heather gets what we call a boozy lunch going. Me, oh, I don't shop that She gets much. me mildly boozed up <clears throat> and then takes me on a shopping excursion. I sit there and I go, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say. But don't I? You're a good boy. Yeah, I try to be. God, so many people get married in Las Vegas, don't they? I know. There's this new movie. It's like like on weddings. It just made me think of that. Called I Do Until I Don't. Isn't that funny? Isn't that a cute title? Yeah. I do until I don't. Yeah, it's a it's a romantic comedy. Great cast. Actually, it's Lake Bell's directorial uh, follow-up. She also uh, did um, that comedy in a world. So I do until I don't. It stars Lake Bell, Ed Helms, Mary Steenburgen, Paul Reiser, wow. Amber Heard. Um, so it's about three couples in a film about marriage being an old fashioned idea that needs a reboot. So why not turn marriage into a seven year contract with an option to renew? That makes sense. People live so long now that why not have marriages that are seven year contracts? I mean, if you, but how does that work? So after seven years, you say, yeah, I don't want to renew your contract. and And so I don't have to pay you alimony for the rest of your life as well it's dating basically but i mean i think when marriage was invented people only lived till they were like 16 years old yeah it sounds really funny i can't wait to see it it's a romantic comedy i do until i don't it opens september 1st in theaters only so if i would have said to you hey i want to marry you for at least seven years are you game no huh way too happening for that okay what about 10 years no 12 no 15 no huh this movie's going to be funny. <laughs> We're taking a quick break, but make sure to check out the wonderful sponsors who keep this show free. Make sure to check out the show descriptions for links to the, all the deals on today's episodes. Speaking of sponsors, today's episode is sponsored by ADT. Boy, I wish I had known about ADT before we built our house. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God, we spent a fortune. You don't have to spend a fortune because ADT could design and install a smart home just for you backed by 24-7 protection. A new smart home at your service, customized for your lifestyle. So you can explore the vast number of things you can do with your secure smart home. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do things like lock the doors, set the thermostat when you leave, even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. So it looks like you're home even when you aren't. You can control your smart home with the ADT app or the sound of your voice. And don't worry about installing and configuring your system. ADT will D-I-F-Y do it for you. ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. All controlled from the ADT app or the sound of your voice and backed by 24-7 protection. Visit ADT.com slash podcast to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. 
This is Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. Anyway, you want to talk about eggs? Eggs. Eggs are very interesting to us because first We like of, an egg. We like an egg and I think it's an important part of a healthy diet because we are very focused on, of course, exercise and a diet and we're doing a diet and exercise book. So eggs. You got a lot of schnurking going on. Are you still sick? I'm, aren't I better? Are you going to be better for well, hotel sex or is that not happening? We could have hotel, we could start tonight having hotel sex. Really? Yeah, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was very sick. I'm one of these people and I get sick. I get sick for 72 hours, even the worst kind of illness. And we don't get sick that often. I no, have to say rare. Um, but we take supplements to sort of prevent that. And we exercise like fiends. And so, and we eat sort of perfectly, but eggs are very interesting to me because as the generations have gone on, if you talk about the last 30 years of health, wellness, and beauty, particularly diet, people have a love hate with the egg people the the relationship with diet and eggs has changed over the years. And it's very interesting because if you all remember eggs, you know, it's like, okay, eggs are a lot of cholesterol and don't eat eggs because cholesterol will lead to coronary artery disease. You know, cholesterol is that stuff in your blood vessels that when it builds up leads to what we call plaque that obstructs your blood vessels in your heart and in your coronary well coronary arteries your heart and your carotid arteries the artery the main arteries that go to your brain and when you get a sudden obstruction in a plaque which is a collection of cholesterol you get in the brain a stroke and in the heart of course a heart attack and that's the number one killer is cardiovascular disease across the board in the united states but eggs have really gotten a bad rap i feel like so eggs used to be felt to be a bad source of dietary cholesterol and you want to limit your eggs. It turns out it's not true. Well, let's talk about this. Let's just break down the egg for a second. Okay. First of all, brown and white eggs, any difference? Not really. No, they're the same. Yeah. Color on the outside doesn't matter. They're still eggs. They still have the same makeup on the inside. There's one enormous difference between a brown and white egg, and that is a brown egg is a different color and a little bit darker. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Stupid is that, right? I remember in medical school, by the way, we were learning about white blood cells. White blood cells are part of the immune system that that, uh, modulate and mediate uh, infections. So when you have an infection, the white blood cell comes and helps fight infections. And this girl raises her hand and goes, what's the difference between a large white blood cell and a small white blood cell? And the professor, without moving a beat, says, a large white blood cell is bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole class, UCLA Medical School class of 86, just cracks up. And I felt bad for her because she's so unbelievably embarrassed because it was like the third week of med school. Right, right. And you don't want to be deemed as dumb. Yeah. And I looked at her, I go, hey, you got in here. Nobody thinks you're dumb. Relax. Well, anyway, so brown and white eggs, the same. Yeah. And then... There's the yellow part and there's the white part. Okay. So tell me how much protein and fat is in the yellow and how much protein and fat is in the white. Okay, so basically what Heather's talking about is a whole egg, which is the egg white versus the egg white and the egg yolk, okay? Right, because I know, you know, look, a lot of people, myself included, when I go to a restaurant and I want to order eggs, I'll order an egg 
white And Amish. so will I. And that's because we're leftovers from the 80s and 90s. But sometimes what I'll do is I'll do one whole egg and then a bunch of egg whites. Is that so true? That, I've never yeah, seen you do that. That's what I'll – if I make that at home, that's what I do. I've never ordered that at a restaurant. Oh, not last really night well. we had this – what was that, a poached egg here? That was a couple of nights ago. Yeah. What was it? Poached egg. It was a poached egg. Poached egg on chicken, which seems – like Weird. Not cool, By the way, it was, it was so delicious. good. Okay, so here's the deal. <clears throat> What's the difference between the egg white and the egg yolk? Okay, so the egg white is pure protein, basically, and it's pro. It's a particular type of protein called albumin, and a so- lot of people are allergic to. Egg whites. Yeah. That's allergic. a common allergy. When you're allergic to eggs, you're allergic to egg whites. There's so. no one that's allergic to egg yolks. Uh, well, or you, a whole egg. No, because there is albumin in the yolk too. So if you're allergic, you're allergic. No, but my cousin can eat egg yolks. He can't have egg whites. Okay. Well, he's a very unusual guy. But he's very allergic to egg whites. Yeah. So, okay. It's amazing you can eat the egg yolk. Wait, is that true? Can he eat egg yolks? I doubt it. I got to think about that for a second. I don't remember Okay. So anyway, I um, I doubt it. I just don't buy it. But you know what it is weird? Where they put egg white sometimes where you wouldn't think. Like he can't drink some wines because they actually use egg whites to filter the wine. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So the difference between egg white, egg yolk, the, the white is just albumin. It's just pure protein. So I, how many grams of protein in one egg white? Uh, there's about 3.6 grams of protein in sort of the average egg white, large egg white. And how many calories? There's about 15. 15 calories, yeah. And an egg yolk, believe it or not, still has a lot of of protein. And there's about 2.7 grams of protein in the egg yolk, okay? So there's protein in both, but egg whites, and this is the bodybuilders love this because they want to stay away from carbs and fat. There's no carbs. There's actually very little. There's some carbs in the egg white, believe it or not. But there's essentially no fat and very little carbs in egg white. It's all protein. It's like air food. Yeah. By the way, there's this thing called bioavailability, but not to bore you with too much detail, but you know how Rocky in one of the Rocky movies drank raw eggs? Yeah. Why do you do that? Uh, Because he thought it was a really good way to get it all in very quickly, a high source of protein and so on. As it turns out, a cooked egg is much more absorbable, bioabsorbable. Is that true? Yeah. Why is that? Um, It's the way the, the, the... uh, protein comes together, allows your body to absorb it better. That's all. Really? Yeah. So, do you know Domino's Pizza now has vegan cheese? Really? Yes. What is a vegan cheese? It's like fake cheese, but it means that there's no dairy in it. Okay. That's cool. So, vegans can't eat dairy? Vegans don't eat anything from an animal. No byproducts, nothing. So, no so eggs. Is a no chicken dairy. an animal? Yes, dear. A bird? It's like a vegetarian, but more so. It's an animal. Okay. Daisy and Richard are vegans. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So we're having dinner at Nobu. Oh, right. So they'll eat. They have a vegan menu there. Will they they eat fish? No. No They're vegans. No shrimp. What are you not? Are you being dumb now? I'm being dumb. Just kidding. Okay. So egg whites have about 15 calories. The egg, you know, the whole egg has about, you know, 70 calories, depending on the size. So if you have. A five egg white omelet, which is what we usually get, it's only about 75 calories. Right. Okay. But let's be honest. Egg, a whole egg omelet is a thousand times more delicious. Right. Which is why if you don't like egg whites, what you could do is do one whole egg plus three egg whites. But what I, the way I like to order it, this is a really <laughs> yummy way to order it. You order an egg 
frittata, one whole egg and three egg whites, frittata with vegetables and bacon in it. And you have them grill it well done and dry. And then you have them bring salsa, like chunky pico de gallo salsa on the side. It's delicious. It's so good. Okay, so. And honestly, that's like uh, less than 100 calorie meal. Right. So an egg white has no fat in it, essentially. And the yolk has about 4.5 grams of fat in a typical large egg yolk. And, you know, um, cholesterol, all of the cholesterol is essentially in the egg yolk. But it turns out it's not a bad cholesterol. It's a good cholesterol. So you can eat it. Don't worry about building up the cholesterol in your body. And. It you know it's a it's a you know a not a saturated it's all good so at the end of the day and this is what we're going to say and Heather already told you this um, in terms of calories it's better to eat egg whites and the way Heather describes it is one whole egg which is more delicious and a bunch of egg whites but in terms of healthfulness it's much better to eat a whole egg and it's interesting in nineteen I think it was eighty nine. Time Magazine put out an article that said, oh my gosh, whole eggs are a disaster. This started the whole thing and you need to avoid whole eggs because of the increased – the massive cholesterol infusion which will lead to coronary artery disease. And recently, I think probably four years ago, Time Magazine said, oops – they were they were wrong. As it turns out, science has very clearly shown that whole eggs are very safe, and the cholesterol in whole eggs, to a certain degree, don't increase your cholesterol in your blood and lead to plaque and buildup. And it's perfectly okay to eat whole eggs. So my point to you is. Eat whole eggs. Yeah, but you don't want to eat a whole egg omelet because if you're if a whole a egg calories. has it has too many calories. If a whole egg is about seventy five calories, right. and they're putting four or five eggs, plus you're adding maybe some cheese, you're adding some vegetables, you're adding some bacon, you're really chalking <laughs> up the calories. I mean, eating is really all about balance and about decisions, and that's why I like the idea of one whole egg, a few egg whites. Add some yummy components in there. Even a little cheese is good. And uh, enjoy. Well, I think that it just – so that – that we're writing a book. Heather's going to have some amazing recipes. But oh, we've, by the way, I was on the phone for an hour and a half today working on recipes. Yeah. It's so fun. I mean if you really want to eat – in a way that's super healthy, that's super delicious and low calorie, but you don't feel like you're, you know, you're eating balsa wood or Melba toast. I like Melba toast. Yeah, with naked, without any I kind. I can of, sure. I've never seen you eat Melba toast no, naked. No, because no, that, years ago I did. Okay, when I go to a restaurant at this point in my life, I just go, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> that what's so funny is it's so true. Yeah, because she and by the way, so do her friends. And what's interesting is if you go to a table, 12 people, six couples, and, you know, there'll be one chubby guy there and then 11 of us. Um, and Heather orders first and because we let her order first because the the server has to concentrate. And by the way, if they don't write it down, it's coming back. It's it's not going to be accurate. But Heather's order is a very, very meticulous, specific order. So is yours. Yeah, my order is I'll have what she's having. That's true. This is my point. Oh. When you order you like, ragging on me. Okay. When you order like this, you ha- let me give you a piece of advice when you order from the Heather Dubrow style of ordering because you want to order it the way you want it, not the way the restaurant wants to make it. 
they're going to make it with their seasoning and their the their formulations and their their menus but you want to manipulate the ingredients to make it lower calorie to make it high taste and to make it as healthful as possible but you know what's funny i i don't do what i used to do i used to be i'm sorry are we not done well my point is when heather orders it you want to make sure and when you order it the way heather orders it you want to make sure the server writes it down because it's a very specific formulation and essentially a a prescription for a really tasty, healthful dish. And by the time the server gets around the table, they've forgotten the details of the way we want to order. When I, what cracks me up is lately, we'll be with six couples, 12 people and 11 people go, "Ah, that sounds good. I want exactly that. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. So, so, um, what I noticed was back in the day, like we talk about like how we used to feel about eggs and how we feel now. Yeah. I used to order like everything steamed plain, everything on the side. My, my way of eating has completely changed with, um, you know, doing all the research for our book and everything and our intermittent fasting and all of this. I don't eat as plain as I used to. I have more oils in my diet and I have more sauces in my diet. I actually don't love sauces in general. I like flavors, but I don't like sauces. And I don't like things that are oversauced, not even from a calorie point of view, but I don't like when, you know, when you get a salad and it's drenched, like it's soggy because there's so much dressing on it. <laughs> right. I can't stand that. So I'll order the dressing on the side, not necessarily because I don't want to eat all of the dressing, but only because I don't want it to be soggy. Right. I went through a period of time where I not only ordered dressing on it, I wanted the dressing on the side as well. So I could double the dressing. Because I like you it like drenched. It soggy. I don't need more. What I like now. I like crispy lettuce. I like fresh food. Well, it's that doesn't make it not fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like crispy. when when uh, what I like now is what what I really would like when I order salad is to have them put it on the side. I take a third of it, put it over it, and then shake it up. I don't do that, of course, because that's not practical in a restaurant. But it's amazing how at home, if you take a little bit of dressing and you shake it up in the salad, the entire salad becomes covered. I know. We always talk about this. This is, by the way, this is a trick from college that girls across the nation have known for 20 years. Little dressing in the in the plastic box. But no one does sh- it. Of course, all girls do it. And you shake it. Okay. That's like a, it's a, an so old So I shouldn't trick. have mentioned it because the No, no, I'm, I'm laughing because right? we I think we talk about it every week. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. It's the shaker box. Anyway, um, yeah, no, no, it's good. When you go to a restaurant, it's good to get what you want. But, you know, the reason why you're going to a restaurant is because you want something that you don't usually get at home. So That's not necessarily true. No? No, I mean, we eat at, we that you don't get at home? No, no, what I'm saying is. is we like, eat the way at the restaurant we eat at home, don't we? No, because they'll put different seasonings on a piece of chicken. Like you don't want something that's just steam dry plain. Like when we get Brussels sprouts at a restaurant, they're not steam dry plain. No, but how do we get our asparagus? Uh, it depends where we are. Like sometimes we get them grilled, sometimes we get them steamed. But oh, if we get them with breakfast, we get them steamed. But like with our Brussels sprouts, we like them charred dry. It's interesting. We were going to go to Vegas uh, tomorrow. And we will probably have room service once or twice, right? And sometimes our room service order is so plain, it's almost inedible. 
We order. I want a five egg white omelet. So you know, so tired. I want a five egg white omelet. Put some bacon in it and maybe some tomatoes and then some steamed asparagus and some sliced tomatoes. Okay, thanks. And then it comes up. You go, oh my gosh, this is like the plainest, most boring food. And they'll forget to bring the mustard. I'm a huge mustard guy. And I sit there. I go, ugh, I eat this, but it's so unsatisfying. Well, I mean, I think the point of the breakfast is we want to not waste our calories for the day. Yeah. Because we want to start off slow. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. You can watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. So what are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV, Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Can I tell you a story? Sure. Something bad that happened to me today? Mm-hmm. So my driver's license is about to expire. So, and I think this is an interesting life lesson. My driver's license is about to expire, so I go to the DMV mm-hmm. today. And I'm spoiled. I'm just going to be honest. I'm spoiled. My my assistant in my office went to the DMV for me, went and got in line, and texted me, come now. So I can just walk in and go up and get my... Jeez. I know. But I'm busy. I mean, you know, I've got surgery to do, right? So it's not a good use of my time to spend an hour and a half at the DMV. Right. So <clears throat> I pull up in my car... And I park in a place that's not necessarily legal. So it's illegal. It's illegal, but it wasn't handicapped. It was not handicapped. Okay. So I figured, you know what? I'm willing to pay the ticket. To not walk? To, I would have had to park miles away. Okay. And I got to get in there and I got to get out of there because I have a huge clinic of patients to go see and surgery to do. I go in there, and within 15 minutes, I'm in and out of the DMV. Spoiled brat that I am, but I have to be efficient with my life at this point. I come out, and someone has keyed my car. They keyed, and I have a nice car. I'm not a big car guy, but I have a Range Rover, a beautiful Range Rover that is big and safe, and I got it for my kids and for my wife to drive in with me and I'm not into luxury cars, but this one is, is sits up and tall and is nice. And they keyed it down to the metal all the way around it. All the way around the car, both sides, not both sides, but uh, on the driver's side, all the way and into the bumper (gasps) on the back. Wow. That's pretty ballsy. Pretty brutal. Right. And so, I come on, I said, wow. And then I might, you know, I'm one of these guys who blames myself when there's a problem. It's my fault. Because most of life's problems are ones you bestow upon yourself through bad decisions or or just neglect. And I said, ah, I deserve this. And I thought, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't deserve to have something illegal done to me because I've parked in an area that's illegal. I deserve to have a gazillion dollar ticket bestowed on me. And that's what I thought. I'm willing to pay that to park here because I got to get out of here because I got patience. So 
I get back to my office and I'm, of course, disturbed. And my office is even more disturbed. I have the ability to let bad news go. I'm a Buddhist. And I just went, okay, whatever, moving on. I didn't do anything wrong and I got keyed. Okay, fine. So I get to the office and in the middle of my office, my office staff comes at me and goes, you know what, you know what just occurs to me? There are cameras. cameras all over the DMV. And I thought, you are right. So if you think about it, we are going to find exactly who keyed my car. And it's probably not someone with a car. But if it is, their car is in the parking lot. There's a license plate in the parking lot. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was an enormous mistake. And what's interesting is so I went to the police department to file a police report. Yeah. Um, You actually went? I went. And as it turns out, the DMV is covered by the California Highway Patrol. (laughs) So I have to go to the Highway Patrol to file a police report. And before they will look at the cameras, you have to file a police report and they'll do it. Wow. But isn't that, isn't that crazy? And so my, but my view on life, because I'm the eternal optimist is I feel in, in the Jewish religion, there's a thing called a Kanahara Mm -hmm. where something bad happens to you. You basically, you know, protected yourself from something even worse. And I take that to the next level as a, Buddhist, which is like something bad happened to me and I was a good guy about it and I did what was appropriate and now something really good is going to happen to me. It almost like is good luck when something bad Remember happens when, to me. I know. As soon as you actually told me earlier that your car got keyed and yeah. when you told me, what did I say? Oh, good things are coming. Yep. I said good karma for you. Yeah. So mm, it's really, really. I just can't imagine doing something like that. You must have been a crazy person. You know, unfortunately, you know the way it's it's going to be someone who's at the DMV for an ID and doesn't have a car. Right. And saw me coming out of my car and saw me parking illegally and just went, F you. And still, who who do you think you are? And by the way, who do I think I am? I don't think I'm anybody. I just think I don't park in the illegal spot next time. No kidding. That doesn't mean you deserve to have your car key. There's no question I did not deserve to have my car key. So. Uh, a good lesson for all of you out there is if something uh, bad happens to you, just know that something good is probably about to happen afterwards, depending on how you handle it. And another lesson, have an egg. Yes, have a whole egg, but use the Heather Dubrow diet or, uh, menu, which is have a whole egg, but dilute it out with white eggs so you minimize the calories and maximize the taste. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love spending the week with you. We're off to Vegas tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you ever get a chance to go to Vegas, go see Richard Marks. Yeah. And, oh, next week the kids are going to be on the show. We're going to have all four kids in studio with us. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. going to be awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for listening to Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig with Terry and Heather Dubrow. Download new episodes every week on the Podcast One app, iTunes, or at podcastone.com.